you're listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast, hosted by Zach Bechtold and Matt Franks. If you'd like to learn more about the Bearded Theologians, you can go online at beardedtheologians.com, where we have past podcasts, blogs, and a couple items for sale. So check us out, beardedtheologians.com. Thank you for listening, and enjoy this week's show. So, hey, church, um, we're um, here for our pastor study today, and I'm glad that you're joining us today. Um, we're doing something a little bit different. Um, Shanna is um, at the hospital waiting on Duffy. Duffy just went back for surgery, actually, um, about 35 minutes ago, and so he's in surgery right now, so we encourage you to pray for him. And, and Shanna um, is sitting in uh, the room uh, waiting uh, to hear back from the doctors and, and waiting uh, for Duffy and and then Abigail is on vacation and uh, she's at the beach and you're going to see a, she did a really good uh, devotional that you'll see today at 2.30 on the youth Facebook page and um, encourage you to tune into that as well. And so today I, I didn't I don't want to just sit here and talk about with it myself because I, I, I just couldn't do it today. I, just, I needed a partner. And so I reached out to a dear friend of mine. Um, he, his name is uh, the Reverend Zach Bechtold, and uh, he's a United Methodist pastor in Wyoming. But Zach and I also have a, a really special connection in that um, we also host a podcast together called The Bearded Theologians. And I know some of you have checked that out and have listened to it. Um, we just have fun doing it, and it's a really great way um, to connect even more into the spiritual life. And and so I'm glad that Zach was available today to, to talk about the scripture today and um, connect in with us. And, and it's almost like we're doing a podcast uh, together, uh, but this is a little bit different today. And so, uh, Zach, I, I thank you for your time and thank you for joining us today. And so um, do you have anything you want to say before you before we talk about or set up the scripture? No, just uh, thanks for the invitation. And, uh, you know, you know, as always, I love having conversations with you and uh, just glad to get to be a part of your church today. So to put it in perspective, uh, you know, we're here in Tahlequah and Zach is in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Um, and so like, that's a great distance. And so no, he's already about an hour behind. And so he's looking forward to lunch in an hour. Um, but our scripture for lesson today, um, we're going to deviate from the Bible study um, uh, quarterly uh, because we've preached on that text a lot lately. And um, I wanted to do something a little bit different. So I dug into the lectionary and this week's lectionary gospel reading comes from the gospel of Matthew. Um, chapter 14, verses 22 through 33. And I'm going to ask Zach to read that for us. Certainly. Uh, if, you'll, uh, if you're in a place where you can join me reading uh, this scripture, if not, just simply listen. Right then, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead to the other side of the lake while he dismissed the crowds. When he sent them away, he went up onto the mountain by himself to pray. Evening came and he was alone. Meanwhile, the boat fighting a strong headwind uh, was being battered by the waves and was already far from land. Very early in the morning, he came to the disciples walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. They were so frightened, they screamed. Just then, Jesus spoke to them, be encouraged, it's me, don't be afraid. And Peter replied, Lord, if it's you, order me to come onto the water. And Jesus said, come. Then Peter got out of the boat and was walking on the water towards Jesus. But when Peter saw the strong wind, he became frightened. And as he began to sink, he shouted, Lord, rescue me. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him, saying, you man of weak faith, 
Why did you begin to have doubts? When they got into the boat, the wind settled down. Then those in the boat worshiped Jesus and said, you must be God's son. So Zach, as you read through that, um, what were some things that popped up uh, for you? Sure. Um, you know, this is one of those uh, I would call a fan fan favorite scripture. We like to point to it a lot. People know this story, uh, at least the very least that Jesus walks on water. Uh, the disciples are scared. Peter comes out and sinks. And, uh, you know, there's there's always the good pastor joke of, of Peter being the rock of the church. Right. And he sinks like one. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, I think there's there's a lot of truth and reality here uh, with the interaction of the disciples, one being being afraid when they see Jesus. Uh, they think it's a ghost. Right. Um, but the other this conversation that uh, Peter and Jesus have just very briefly, it's less of a conversation and more of Jesus being like, why, why, why are you scared? Why do you have these doubts? Um, and I think we find ourselves in that spot a whole lot where we have Jesus calling us out in this life to do a number of things, to go places, to be with people, uh, to simply rest, uh, to find Sabbath. I don't know, whatever it is Jesus is calling you to, um, we faithfully take that step out of the boat. And then when we see the reality of the situation, uh, just take Sabbath for one, right? We, oh, we want to rest. We want to do this thing. But we take the step out of the boat to go and rest. And then we begin to worry about all of the other things that we have to do while we're resting. And we begin to sing. In uh, that question, Jesus, why, why the weak faith in these moments? Uh, why not trust me um, that I've got you? I'm here. And, and that, that conversation just sticks out. And we, I think sometimes we get stuck in that doubt of, oh, I'm not good enough. Uh, or I had these doubts and, and Jesus is gonna be mad at me. And I don't know that that's the case because um, Jesus is there reaching out a hand to pull us back up. And I always like how, and in, in, in Matthew does a really good job of this, kind of orienting where Jesus is. Mm -hmm. And so he begins with like, he went up to the mountain uh, by himself to pray. And so like in Matthew's gospel, that would have been a time when like anytime Jesus goes up to the mountain, that's kind of his touching back to the Old Testament when they would go up to the mountain to pray to be with God. Mm -hmm. And so you see that that's a common theme throughout Matthew, um, that they go up to the mountain. Um, that's something that Moses did quite frequently and, and, and know that there was going to be a conversation. Um, but then, um, you know, like I kind of see this as like, so he goes up to the mountain to pray. And then like, he feels it in his heart to like come down because there's something going on. You know, have you ever had one of those feelings? Like, you know, you need to come back from where you are and like be in the moment. And so here he comes back to be in the moment. And here he sees the disciples who he sent to the other side of the lake, having problems going to the other side of the lake. And he's like, I'm sure he had in that moment, like, oh man, I'm going to have to intervene here. <laughs> like, this is going to be a teachable moment for them. And, uh -huh. um, like, I love the response. It's a ghost. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I get tickled by the scripture because it's one of those that like, I've seen this play out in real life before, <laughs> like people having these kind of experiences and I get tickled, like how people respond to them and, and, and you know, Jesus' response to Peter to, to come forward and, and they walk on the water and, um, and he realizes what's happening and he just like sinks. And like, I mean, could you imagine what it would be like to be Peter in that moment? And just to it, be just like, any moment. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, definitely Peter has a really good advantage 
But like, I, I just imagine this moment, like think about times in our life when we've been following Jesus really well. And then we realize what we're doing is extraordinary. And we realize we're living in a way that God has called us to, and we're living that connection to God. Mm-hmm. And, and the moment that we do, what happens? Like, it seems like every time it happens, we, we lose track and we lose focus and we sink. And that's exactly like, that's kind of the way I see this is that the moment that G, that Peter takes his like focus off of Jesus, he sinks. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a good life lesson for us that in those moments of life, like, um, you know, how do we unpack those um, doubts that we have? Again, Jesus questions him on the doubts. Um, and, and, you know, like there is, you know, doubt can be crippling in our faith, mm-hmm. uh, but it also can help us grow in our faith. And, and Zach, have you ever had one of those moments where doubt has helped you grow in your faith? Oh, more often than not. Um, absolutely. I, I, I'm a firm believer that the, the doubts that I have as, as a person, as a pastor, as, as all of the things that I am, doubt is one of the things that not only makes me human, but continues to drive me to find out more about God, to dig in deeper into this relationship and dig deeper into what I believe and why. Um, and, and truly, Doubt is one of those things I hold on to as, as one of these holy moments, um, because if I quit having doubts, I don't know that I'm, I'm searching any longer. Uh, it's kind of like, kind of like Peter here of, oh, I've got this figured out. We're doing this thing. And then that classic overthinking, uh, stepping out of the boat and going, oh, now what? (laughs) This is what's happening. Uh, for me, that's that doubt that keeps pushing to say, here, stay grounded, stay connected, stay humble continue searching and growing. I always think of it like this and um, Zach, you're a baseball fan. So you'll kind of understand this. Um, well, the moment you doubt, you can hit, you can't hit the ball. You can't hit the ball, mm-hmm. but the moment that you think you can hit the ball, you're more than likely going to hit the ball. And, and I think of this way is that like in baseball, if you hit three you're a pretty good hitter. And so like, that's really one for three. So like, if you could go a whole career going one for three, that's hall of fame numbers. Mm-hmm. I think the same thing applies to faith. If, if we hit, you know, if we do all that we can and strive to bat a thousand, but if we can hit on, on one out of three chances of trying to follow Jesus, I think, you know, you know, the idea is to be a thousand to bat a thousand, but the reality is that sometimes we fall short and mm-hmm. sometimes we doubt ourselves and we strike out and, and we miss the plate or we miss the sign or we miss the ball or we don't, you know, we don't do it well. And I think the, the idea of doing it well is important and doing our faith journey well as best as we can and being focused and centered on Jesus is really what's important and like you know and and be ready to adapt as need be i mean i mean just imagine yourself in the boat with him right now yeah. like i mean just like how would you feel if you were like a disciple watching this play out how would you feel if you were one of those disciples that oh I, <laughs> oh i'd be screaming like it's a ghost you know i just there's no doubt in my mind that i'd be fully immersed in the like oh what is going on? We're going to, Jesus told us to go across. We're going to sink. Uh, so it's going to be good. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, it would just be that full range of emotion of ah, here we go. Uh, and, and then just to see that figure come across would be uh, frightening. I, that's just all it would be. Um, I like your analogy of, of baseball and the three, the 333 batting average. I mean, those are Hall of Fame numbers for everyone. Um, but I like the back end of that too. The other uh, 700 plus points of that, it's grace. 
right? If we're striving to bat a thousand, if we bat 333, if we bat 250, if we bat 98, like a pitcher in the national league, that's how much grace is offered to us over and over again, to fill up the rest of that, to get us to bat a thousand. Although pitchers don't hit anymore right now. So <laughs> um, they, they have the most grace. <laughs> You know, the, the fun thing about this, like we think about this, this is like early in the morning. I, I, you know, I asked you that question of how would you respond if you're one of the disciples in the boat? So this is early in the morning. I know if it were me and I was seeing this happen and I saw a man walking on the water, I would probably be jumping in the water, swimming in the complete utter direction, Going away. Yep. Mm-hmm. even if it meant that it was further away from shore because it would scare me. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would panic a little bit. And so like, the fact that Peter has the the faith and the gusto to step out on the boat, to mm-hmm. get out and and walk on water towards Jesus, that meant he actually did it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, and like, that says a lot about Peter and his faith. I, I, I think far too often in the scripture, what gets focused on is that his doubt led him to sink. Mm-hmm. But what about his first couple of steps? Mm-hmm. And the fact that he had the faith to take the steps, he had the faith to take the steps. And I think that that's sometimes we're in that moment as well, is having the faith to take the steps. And sometimes we will sink, but know that Jesus will be there to pick us up and pull us out of the water and say, it's going to be all right. I think that those are some things that we can lean on and lean into because we know that Jesus will always have us and grab us. And I kind of like the line that they used. Um, Jesus reached out and immediately grabbed him. Um, and now granted, he, he uses a teaching moment, you know, your faith definitely sunk you. Um, and, but then like, notice what happens with the rest of the story, they get back into the boat and everything settles down. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some peace about that when Jesus gets in with us and we allow Jesus into the boat with us, things can settle down. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's important to live on and live by this week. Um, Zach, is there anything else that you feel like we need to unpack while we're going through this? No, I just think, uh, you know, as we're living into that, don't, don't let yourself not get out of the boat. Um, be, be like Peter and take those steps out, uh, which means we take those steps out in, in doubt in fear and uncertainty, but also in, um, in grace and in, in certainty and in faith. Uh, I think it takes all of that even just to be like, you want me to what? Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, uh, but knowing that, uh, like you said, this, the scripture has been used in that way to, to demean people's doubt and things like that, but I'd encourage you to fully lean into that and see where, uh, see where Christ leads you. Yeah. Remember those first couple of steps. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those get overlooked, um, sometimes yeah. when this is preached. Um, so a couple of things I want to share with you. Um, one, thank you for joining us today. Um, like I said this is um, a special um, little pastor's Bible study. Um, this is my friend, uh, Zach Bechtold. We do the Bearded Theologians together. Um, and so you can check us out on thebeardedtheologians.com, hashtag shameless plug. Um, and, um, you know, uh, a couple of things are going on in the church I think you need to know about. Um, one, um, be in prayer for our healthcare workers and our teachers. Um, having to, to deal with um, the COVID issue and coming back to school or uh, mitigating um, the hospital situation in, in, in our area. 
Um, being peripheral people, it's a lot of stress right now um, for our teachers and healthcare workers. They're under immense stress of trying to get things, either keep things at bay and keeping people safe and healthy in the hospital situation, or in the school situation where they're trying to keep trying to keep children safe um, and social distance, um, trying to get ready for a new school year that will start in a couple of weeks. And so um, I know there's a lot of stress there um, on both in those fields and just would pray for those people. Um, and, and, and I say that because I know I've, I've had many conversations with doctors and nurses and teachers and administration uh, in our schools to, to hear and feel their stress. You can feel it off of them. And so if there's any way that you can alleviate their stress, please feel free uh, to take a step out and, and do those sort of things. Um, we are working on uh, getting masks made. If you want to make some masks, I actually have, um, Peggy Caney has fabric available. Um, we, we were gifted a, a great deal of fabric, um, and Peggy um, has been amazing at getting uh, masks made into the schools. Um, we have, as a church, almost given 2,000 masks to the schools um, for them to be able to use and operate from. And so um, I can't thank everybody enough for all the help um, getting some of those masks that we were able to give. And then we've had several make masks that we've turned around and given to the schools. And, um, and so if you want to make masks, um, please um, talk to Peggy Caney. She has more fabric than she knows what to do with to help make masks. And I know she would love to to share some of that with um, people that are interested in helping make masks. Our next step would be um, TPS has said that they um, are pretty good right now for masks. And so we'll reach out through our K through eight school districts and see if they need help with masks because a lot of them are going back to school. Um, actually, some of them are starting even uh, sooner rather than later. Um, and so, you know, we'd be glad to make that connection with you. Um, don't forget today, the youth study isn't going to be a Zoom study. It is actually going to be a video that she'll share on the youth group. Uh, Facebook page. And she did a really good video. Um, she sent it to me this morning at 645. Um, it was beautiful, um, beautiful beach scene. Um, I'm glad that she's getting an enjoy vacation and um, would encourage you to even tune into that. It's going to be really good. Um, and then tomorrow at noon, uh, we have our noontime prayer through Zoom. You can actually register on our website for that um, and would encourage you to do that. If you have problems with it, please feel free to text me. I'll be glad to try to walk you through how to connect in with us on that. Um, that prayer time has been a really sacred and special time, and uh, we just invite you to come be a part of that. And then uh, Sunday worship is United Methodist Women's Sunday. It is a phenomenal service. Um, I almost have it all actually put together. Uh, the women did a great job. We have a great guest speaker this year. Um, just encourage you to, to tune into that. And it actually will be live on Facebook and YouTube live um, right at 10 o'clock. And so I encourage you to jump in with that. Um, and then uh, Bible studies will start on the 16th with the adult Sunday school. And then Ashley will have her Bible study on Monday nights. Um, those are also, you can register for those on our website. Um, and then don't forget to come and receive um, uh, back to school blessings on August the 16th from 11 to noon. Um, I want to thank you for joining us today. And I'm going to ask Zach to, to lead us out in prayer. Certainly. If you'll uh, join me in prayer. Most gracious and loving God, we come to you in these moments in which it feels like the world around us is a giant boat in the midst of a storm. May you calm our hearts, may you grant us peace, and may you continue to call us to take a step out of the boat and into this world, to lead with your faith and with your grace, and knowing that sometimes we take a couple of steps and we sink, but you're there to pick us up. So may we move into this world 
with your faith, with your grace, hearing, hearing your call to come. We pray these things in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. And Zach, I'm <laughs> talk to you all the time. Uh, thank yeah. you for, for helping me out on this. No, thanks for having um, me. This is fun. And so um, I almost did our outro for our podcast. <laughs> um, but I want you to remember uh, those that are listening and watching. Um, I want you to remember this, that um, God loves you. And so do we. Have a good day. I want you to subscribe and like this video. And put that thumbs, push that thumbs up. Thank you for listening to the Bearded Theologians podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share on all social media outlets. You can check out old episodes and more information at beardedtheologians.com. Thanks for checking us out.